all of our parts have good intentions. It's just sometimes their intentions become more intensified. They have learned to adapt to difficult situations, which sometimes make us act in more extreme ways. So as we learn to explore and honor and love and accept all our parts and heal from some of the wounds in the past, that we can be more fully present in ourselves and all of our parts. And self-compassion is a huge part of that journey because if we can't find the compassion for ourselves and the parts that show up, how do we heal? How do we move forward? How do we grow and do things differently? Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast. You worry, I worry, we all do. If you're paying attention to the world today, there's a lot for women to feel worried and anxious about. As we explore the worries with curiosity and compassion, we learn to live more authentically and unleash the warrior within, someone who is strong, capable, and resilient, come what may. It's time to stop battling against yourself and start using your powers to meet everyday challenges with energy, purpose, and bravery. Now here's your host, Elizabeth Cush. Today's episode is brought to you by three invitations to come home to you. If you'd like to learn how to feel more at home in yourself, you can sign up for your free invitations at elizabethcushcoaching.com. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cush, and I'm kind of excited about the fact that pretty soon I'm going to be having a different introduction because the podcast name is changing. We're shifting the dynamic of the podcast a little bit in terms of not focusing on therapy so much and anxiety as much, although that will always be a part of the podcast since that is something that I continue to work on in myself and with my clients. But working toward focusing more on growth and internal wisdom, our intuition, and really truly leaning into our wise woman and all of our parts. Because to me, living authentically means that we are living truly from ourselves, showing up wholly and fully, being able to identify and ask for what we need to be able to approach life with compassion for ourselves and others and to really truly take care of ourselves and hold boundaries that help us do that. All of this is so, so important and so vital to us living fully authentically and here in the present moment. So with that, we will be taking a break this summer. I think July 5th will be the very last episode of this three-year run of episodes every week for three years, which is crazy. So yeah, we're going to take a little break and come back renewed and refreshed 
and with a little new spin on the podcast. So I'm excited about that. Also excited that life has begun to return to normal. We gathered with family in New York State and really had a wonderful time with them and being able to be out socially, although we chose to continue to stay outdoors in restaurants and do a lot of activities outside. It was so comfortable to hug and not worry about getting tested ahead of time. And were we really safe? It was just nice to know we were all vaccinated and healthy. And that was amazing. I've also eaten out in restaurants and been comfortable with that and had a big gathering with friends a couple weekends ago where here in Annapolis during commissioning week where the graduating seniors leave the Naval Academy, <laughs> the Blue Angels always fly. So had a wonderful time seeing friends that I had not spent time with probably in over a year and feeling comfortable gathering in a large group to enjoy that celebration of the Blue Angels flying down the Severn River and being able to really feel free and easy in those moments. So truly, truly grateful for that, those experiences. And looking forward to more as we go through and come out of this pandemic and back to some sense of normalcy. So the last two episodes of the podcast, episode 161 and 162 with Kristen Neff and Michelle Glass, were really focusing on how to help us recognize all of our parts and their worth within us and meeting them with self-compassion and love and acceptance as a way to fully show up in our lives more authentically more genuinely, more fully. And some of our parts are harder to approach in that way. Some of our parts are a little, whether they're wounded or hypercritical or extremely judgmental, sometimes those parts can be harder to understand and harder to embrace in the same way. But as Michelle reminded us, all of our parts have good intentions. It's just sometimes their intentions become more intensified. They have learned to adapt to difficult situations, which sometimes make us act in more extreme ways. So as we learn to explore and honor and love and accept all our parts, and heal from some of the wounds in the past that we can be more fully present in ourselves and all of our parts. And self-compassion is a huge part of that journey because if we can't find the compassion for ourselves and the parts that show up, how do we heal? How do we move forward? How do we grow and do things differently? And so today we're going to focus on getting to know our critical part, which can be a little difficult to embrace that critical part of us, especially if it's learned to use criticism as a way to stay safe 
it can really make us feel anxious and stressed and bad about ourselves when really its intention is to help us create safety and not get hurt. But the critical part at times, until it learns how to relate differently, it can make us feel stuck because we end up feeling bad about ourselves. We heap on the blame and the shame and the guilt, and that can make us feel anxious or depressed or unmotivated. So a little bit about my own critical part. I have a part of me that is very, very conscious and aware of working to not disappoint others, to take care of other people's emotional needs. And when I feel like I've disappointed someone else or I'm being judged or I'm working so hard to take care of others' emotional needs that they get frustrated with me because maybe I've overstepped a boundary or two. My critical part sometimes shows up to point out all the ways that I'm doing things wrong or reminds me of all the ways I may have disappointed or may disappoint in the future the people in my life that I love the most. And I know that that critical part plays a part of my anxiety, you know, contributes to the anxiousness that I feel at times in relationships and the social anxiety of worrying about all the things I might do wrong or how I might get hurt. And it wants to keep me from getting hurt, but it also keeps me from engaging and opening up and living my life in a very full honest way. And my critical part is very afraid of my anger. It tells me that I should stay quiet, that I shouldn't cause conflict because then that's going to create hurt or maybe people will leave and not want to be in my life anymore. And so it keeps me quiet. It keeps me scared. But what I've learned is that this critical part is afraid. And that the fear of abandonment, the fear of making mistakes, the fear of judgment, the fear of being fully seen is what drives that part. Because it learned early on That if I just did everything right, if I took care of everyone else's emotional needs, if I was just focused on other people and left my feelings behind or buried my feelings or ignored my feelings, then I would be safe. Then I would be okay. But when we're living in a state of unfeeling, we're not really living. We don't feel alive. And so at times in my life, I've turned to substances or relationships where I did get hurt again and again, because in some ways that helped me feel more alive. 
but it's not sustainable. And it typically led to feeling more depressed and anxious because I wasn't showing up for myself. I wasn't meeting my own emotional needs. So how do we know what our critical part needs? How do we lean into that part to get curious, to be open-minded, to listen? Meditation can help. Overall, a daily meditation practice can really help. Self-compassion practices can help because it helps us recognize when we are being highly critical or really hard on ourselves and we can shift that dialogue to more compassion. And the compassionate piece doesn't mean that we're forgiving ourselves for mistakes or hurting others. It just means we're understanding that we're human and sometimes we don't always get it right, but that we don't have to double down on the criticism to push us to make it better. And maybe you might need more fierce self-compassion, as Kristen Neff described in our podcast conversation in episode 161. Or maybe you need a more tender self-compassion. And exploring our parts can help us better understand what it is we might need in any given moment. So developing a new relationship with our critical part can really shift the dynamic within. So getting curious, getting creative, being open to listening, being open to getting to know that critical part of you in a caring, compassionate way can really help. So here's a meditation to help you get to know your critical part a little bit better. To begin, settle in. Find a comfortable place to sit or stand or lie down. I want you to be alert but relaxed. And when you're ready, you can gently close your eyes or gaze softly in front of you. And take three slow, deep breaths. Breathing in. And exhaling slowly. Another deep breath in. And letting it go. And one long last inhale. And exhaling fully. Now bring to mind a time when something happened in your life. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe you hurt someone's feelings, or maybe you just feel like other people were judging you for something that you did or didn't do, and your critical part jumped in. 
Just bring that to mind. Notice the feeling. And allow yourself to fully feel that sensation, whatever it is, in your body. And I don't want you to bring to mind something that was traumatic or extremely difficult. Just bringing to mind a situation where maybe your critical part showed up and made you feel a little bit uncomfortable or a little bit anxious. And just bringing your attention from head to toe, tune in to where you feel that critical part. What is the physical sensation that accompanies that critical part? Where do you feel that sensation? And it's okay if you don't feel anything. So just notice that if that's the case. But it could be in your chest or your throat. Maybe some uh, discomfort in your stomach or your shoulders. Possibly clenching your jaw. Wherever you might notice tenseness, tension, burning, pain, somewhere in your body. And once you've identified where that physical sensation is, allow your curiosity to flow. And for those of you out there who may be a little more skeptical or thinking this is just too weird, maybe just asking that part to step aside and allow you to bring your curiosity forth to just see what this will be like. How would you describe that physical feeling? Is there a shape or temperature? Or texture or color to it? Whatever comes to mind, just allow that to be there. And if it feels comfortable, you can place your hand on that part of your body where you feel that sensation most intensely. And for a moment, just breathe deeply into that part of your body. So bringing your breath 
to that physical sensation. And when you're ready, you can ask this critical part of you some questions. Getting curious, maybe asking that part, what do you need from me? And just be open to listen to whatever arises for you. What do you need me to know? Are there fears that you'd like to share with me? Try to be open and curious and just listen to whatever shows up. To whatever they want to share. And it may be that there's a very clear voice that answers to tell you how it's feeling and what it needs. Or it may just be that there's another physical sensation that shows up in your body in a different place. Or it may be just a vague sense of what that part needs for you to know. So whatever response you receive, just thank that part for sharing it with you. You can say, I see you. Or I hear you. You can say, Thank you for sharing that. And I'm working hard to accept myself as I am. Mm -hmm. 
If your hand is still on the part of your body where you feel that critical part most intensely, you can gently pat that part of your body or give it a gentle caress if that feels comfortable. And just notice whether the physical sensation has shifted or changed or moved or disappeared or stayed the same. Just notice that. Allow whatever it is that you're feeling to just be there without judgment and with some compassion. And when you're ready, we're going to take three slow, deep breaths again. So inhaling in. Exhaling out. Another deep breath in, filling your lungs and your chest and your belly. And exhaling it out fully. One last long deep breath in. And letting it go. And before opening your eyes, I'd like you to thank your body and any part that showed up during this meditation. Offer it some gratitude and appreciation and acknowledgement for showing up and being seen and sharing with you. And when you're ready, you can wiggle your fingers and your toes or any other gentle movement coming back to the room, opening your eyes, noticing your surroundings. and moving on into your day. And maybe as that critical part shows up at different times throughout your day or at different times this coming week, you can take a moment to get curious and be open and listen to what that critical part might need in that moment from you. I know that as I practiced more self-compassion and meditation and getting to know all of my parts, I began to recognize that 
under all that criticism, which there was plenty of that, I deeply felt and understood that that part just wanted to feel loved and accepted and know that I felt like I belonged, that I could be fully seen, and that the the fear of getting hurt, the fear of abandonment, the fear of being judged prompted that part to step in. But as it's learned that I'm able to handle if I get hurt, I'm able to feel those feelings without being swept away or destroyed by them. That as I learn to hold firmer to my boundaries and speak to myself in a more compassionate way, that critical voice has quieted. It hasn't disappeared. It shows up from time to time, but it's not harsh. It's not demeaning. It's gentler. And I've also had an awareness that when it is harsh, if it does show up in a, in a more difficult way, that maybe there's some work for me to be doing to better take care of myself. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that meditation. I hope that you can find some care and compassion, whether it's fierce or tender, for that critical part of yourself and all your parts. I hope you all have a wonderful week. If you want to connect with me outside the podcast, you can find us on Instagram for now at Woman Warriors or on Facebook at Woman Warriors. You can also subscribe to the newsletter. You can go to elizabethcushcoaching.com or progressioncounseling.com and there are signups for the newsletter there. And when you sign up, you'll get the newsletter twice a month, typically a blog once a month. And in the newsletter, I share the recent podcast episodes as well as some mindfulness tips and just some fun information about me and my life and what's going on with me. So I hope you'll sign up and follow us on social media. Have a wonderful week. Take care of yourselves and all of your parts. Ciao for now from this woman warrior. This week's episode is brought to you by three invitations to come home to you. We all have different parts or voices we hear that can influence how we act, how we feel, and how we engage with the world. When we can get curious and learn more about all of our parts with compassion, we begin to feel more at home in ourselves. I'd like to invite you to explore some of your parts with the three invitations to come home to you. When you sign up, you'll gain access to the prompts that will be your guide to help you get to know you and your parts a little bit better. To get access to your prompts 
and find out more about working one-on-one with me, go to elizabethcushcoaching.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Woman Warriors Podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guest profiles at womanwarriors.com.